Since we heard that song, uh, welcome everybody to Straight White Men. This is a podcast, a almost political podcast with Anthony Graybill and Kyle Fosnack. My co-host, my uh, he's the Robin to my Batman. You know, uh, more more like a Mario and Luigi. Don't you're you're like the Luigi to me being Mario. More like equals. Isn't Mario... No, no, no. You're right. Set? You know what? You're right. I should re- rephrase that. You would be the Mario in that situation. You're no, no. a heavier boy than Lu- I am. Luigi I'm and Toad. Luigi <clears throat> and Toad. 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 I feel like they're equals. They're totally not equal. Uh, you know, that's... How many How many Toad-only games have there been? How many mansions has Toad gone to? None. That's, that's a lame comparison <laughs> oh. there, buddy. Okay, okay. A lame comparison. Things happen. All right, well, it's it's been a little bit, guys, so uh, I just wanted to say, you know, happy holidays belatedly to everybody. I hope everybody had a good end to their 2022. Uh, I thought it was a pretty good year. I don't know that I'd say excellent, but... Crappier. Crappier? Crappier. I don't know, man. I thought it was decent. I, I mean, but I guess it, it's for... Everybody, it's for, different. For, y- yes, yes. So, I, I mean, I know that there are some uh, extra circumstances surrounding yours that we we don't need to get into on the podcast. No, nope, there's no, no reason no. for everybody to hear. But all the you know, shit, shit happens. That's all I can say. I, I got to be honest with you. Okay, so all you know, just being forth right here. Uh, I opened up an oatmeal stout beer. It <clears throat> looks identical to a root beer. I, really? I, I don't know why. I was expecting it to be thicker. It's not. It's 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 got the consistency of like a root beer. It looks the same color. Um, does not taste like root beer. Uh, you know, I'm. It's not bad, but I wouldn't say it's my favorite. But it, it is what it is. You're gonna see it some stuff wow. inside yours because that's it's spice. No, 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 no. It it smells like a good pumpkin pie, bro. It's okay. a pumpkin spice ale, so we're pumpkin gonna try spice it. ale is what he's drinking. Um, <clears throat> been a lot of developments. Uh, I know. Uh, I do apologize, everybody. I know it's been uh, a little bit longer than what we were expecting here, but um, holidays, etc. You know, things Holiday, happen. Holidays came up. Right, and then well, there was some a little illness, bit sick afterwards. Uh, yeah, and so obviously, in order to not try and spread anything, we we don't have things set up to be able to record remotely. So it's kind of one of those deals where if you know, I he can't come over to my place to do the recording, it's probably not going to happen. Um, which isn't normally an issue because we live like three minutes away from each other. But with illness, we we got kids, wives. Things happen. <clears throat> yeah. Anyhow. A lot of developments. Dude, it's been a crazy month. <coughs> Republicans Pardon. took Congress. Uh, yeah, Republicans 
did end up taking, not Congress. Or, sorry. They took the House. Yes. And then they had to vote uh, a ridiculous amount of times in order to try and actually swear in the new Speaker of the House. Which, if you've which, seen the stipulations for that speaker, Oh, yeah, well, they put... Holy... They just enacted a, a thing that basically just completely removes his power. Uh, yeah, so basically they just It's because the Republicans are split right now. Unfortunately, yes. Yes, they are. You, you have... Uh, right now, you have Republicans who are uh, more conservative-based Republicans, and then you also have... Um, I'm going to call them the new... The new Republicans, I guess, because they're, but they're they're Trumpicans, basically. You have old school conservatives who didn't like or agree with anything that Trump was doing. the The whole Trump movement and the Republican Party has brought in this new era of Republica, the Republicans, uh, and they're a lot more loud and very uh, upfront about what they want and I, I I have no problem with it I mean they you know th- this is my thing it's... okay no no th- this is my thing <clears throat> when, when when Trump was first voted in yep. I have no problem admitting that I voted for him I, I wanted to see what somebody could do different for this country with a business background versus a political and I'm not saying he right. did the best, and I'm not saying he did the worst. But at the same time, when I heard that he was going to be rerunning for 2024 election, the first thing that came to my mind is, well, I feel like he's definitely better than the current president that we have, and that's my opinion. But at the same time, I thought, Jesus, this is all it's going to be again, all over the news. It, it's just going to be this and that. And the media is going to crucify him and everybody else. It's going to be a whole nother, like, just another show to be put on for the American people. And it doesn't need to be. Like, you know, like, if he would learn to keep his mouth shut, that would help. But it doesn't matter. No, I mean, but that's what, that's what he is. Right. But at the same time, that's what our, our entire election process now has devolved into is just a show. Right, it's just a circus. I feel like and it's who can slander the other person more without actually like getting in trouble for it. Basically, oh no, it's it's bringing up as much dirt as you can. It's and- mudslinging. It's best, right? And and it, and it's gotten mudslinging has definitely developed in the last twenty years. Well, yeah, but that that's the thing though is that these. The ones that are the loudest, right? Those are the people that end up getting all the all the recognition, and those are the people that end up getting the nomination from the parties is because they're loud, they're obnoxious, and they draw attention. And the attention is what you need because all our entire election system is is a popularity contest. <clears throat> That's all it 100%. is. 100%. It's a popularity contest. 100%. And hear me out on this. A vast majority... Of the American people are dumber than a box of rocks. I'm gonna say probably around eighty <clears throat> percent, and I'm, I think that's a pretty good amount. Dude, when you see <laughs> when you see this new generation, ask any ask any kid, dude, that's twenty or below, right? These are voting age people, and you ask them what they want to do with their lives, and they want to be influencers. I want to play video games for a living. 
I wanna I wanna be a Twitch streamer. I wanna, I wanna be a YouTuber. I wanna I wanna be on uh, Twitter and Facebook. You know what? Nothing has changed from, and I hate to say this, nothing has really changed from when I grew up to now. Like on the, what people wanted to be. Like when really? like, like no 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 no. Listen, just listen. Hear me out here for a second. Okay. Like when we grew up, everybody wanted to be like either professional athletes or go to and become, you know, Mr. Hollywood. Okay? And it is achievable if you want to go do that kind of stuff. No. I think you're insane. You think that's what people wanted to be? You know what I wanted to be when I grew up whenever I was a kid? What? A garbage man. Because I made $48,000 a year and I was like, that's some damn good money. All I got to do is ride around on the back of a truck that's just dump people's trash Dif- out? Difference in where you grew up at. True. I mean, forty-eight Be- grand to because our who's... area where we grew up at. Because you know, you you live here now. Mm-hmm. It's it's a lot different than where you grew up as a kid. Yeah. And so, like a lot of kids and stuff, they wanted to be like they wanted to own car dealerships. They wanted to be like, you know, dude. I want to own a car dealership. But but that's what it Can was. Can we talk when we were about that for a second? Can we talk about car dealerships <sighs> and, and, and that whole like industry that has gone absolutely bonkers? No, 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 dude. It's do you understand what uh, it's legalized monopoly? That's what car dealerships are. It's the government mandated that manufacturers of vehicles aren't allowed to sell their own vehicles. You're aware of that, right? Hmm. That's a government law. They're not allowed to sell it. They have to go through a vendor. Who sells it? You had to go through these car dealerships. Now, car dealerships, you have territories. You know that you can't open up two Lexus dealers right next to each other? Correct. It's not because they don't want them competing with each other. It's because you legally cannot. You have to get a a license and you have to go through a legal process in order to become an actual dealership. Uh, I, I had a buddy who... And they're all owned. They're all owned. The only way that you can get it is to buy them from somebody who already owns it. And and most companies require a two to a three-year... Um, like, they investigate into you. Like, the investigation for you to be able to buy that dealership takes, like, two years. Oh, yeah. There's a lot to it. And you have to have, like, a certain net worth before they'll even consider it. You have to have enough money for someone to back you, if not, et cetera. Yes. And it's it's a it's a huge scam, right? Because what what you have is you have these car dealerships are they're basically being held hostage by the car dealer the car dealerships. Well, the I manufacturers mean, are held hostage, and then you, as a standard citizen, want to go up and you want to go buy a car, dude. The prices are like three times what it costs. Like they're buying cars for. A fraction of what they're selling it to you for. It, it it's insane the amount of money that these people make. That's why every car dealership owner is richer than shit. They're all multi multi millionaires because of how much money they make off of these. And then that whenever they go to retire, they pass it down to their kids, and their kids automatically take over the dealership. No, and they're not allowed now. Since when? So Ford and Chevy. Because these dealerships stay in the family Ford and Chevy. No. 
Ford and Chevy have had that for the last 20 years. It does not automatically go to your heirs. They must go through the vet process the same as you. Yeah, and they will. But who dictates who takes it over? It's the person that owns the license no, currently. No, Chevy. Because if they no. don't... Off, yes, because Chevy... They have to them, pass the vetting process. They have they to pass the vetting, the vetting pro- process. But that's it. The person that owns the dealership who owns the brick and mortar, they dictate who they sell to. Well, only if only if they pass the vetting process. Yes. But if you know that you're set to inherit a $25 million company for nothing, and all you got to do is just follow whatever your father says, do this, do this, do this, and you own this. If the kid can't do that, he that's on him. And then... Insurance companies, a lot of the insurance companies are the same way. Like all these... Individually owned insurance. Don't even get me started on insurance. No, 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 no. I'm just saying. It's the biggest That is scam. how, but that is how it's done. You don't just automatically get to inherit that location with all those people from your family. No, you have to be approved by the actual main company. You have to, to own any of these things, you have to have an insurance license. Well, yeah, you have to have an insurance license and you have to be approved by whoever the primary banner but, is that you're but, working but here's under. the thing though okay and now listen to me this is where i don't think things like this are legitimately fair because and this is things like what <sighs> be more how, specific so like how chevy and them like if you if i build this business and i'm making it run isn't it my choice that i'm allowed to just openly put my business up for no because you're running a franchise you're you're a franchisee you don't actually own the company, so to speak. Correct. You are leasing certain things from the company. So now with that, all these companies, like, and this is and this is what I feel is like, it's a scam. And I believe that you're right. It's all a scam because these people vet and it's only who they want to allow. They don't want people like, let's say you hit the lottery, dude. You get $20 million. You're like, you know what? I want to be smart with my $20 million. I'm going to buy a company to invest into. They don't care. You're, you're, you're not what they want. You just, you came into money. And that's not fair. I feel like you should have the same opportunity, and they don't give people like that the <clears> same opportunity. No. I will say that that's, that's, a, that's a fair thing to state, is that if you just won the lottery and you want to buy a car dealership, you shouldn't be allowed to. But it's also, I believe that because people that win the lottery are usually not financially responsible enough to own a company and they're going to drive it into the ground because they have no idea what they're doing. And it's different if you worked in the industry previous to that. Like if you worked at a car dealership and you have been helping run and maintain it for, but at that point you're going to pass the vetting. You know what I mean? You have the knowledge of how the business works. The whole thing is, is they don't want to see dealerships failing. Correct. And there's quite a few. Which is why the vetting is fine. It's just but, the fact that it's all like you can't I can't sit I can't say right now that hey, you know what? I don't like that Ford dealership there. I think I could do a better job. I'm gonna ro- I'm gonna open my own Ford dealership. No you're not. No you're not. You you can't you're not gonna get the license to do it. So what happens when you get a uh, And that's also why you see auto miles. So what 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 do you do that's when why you all see- the dealerships are in one area? So, I don't... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, what about when you start seeing all these different 
Ford dealers and Chevys and all this start disappearing. It's all just one name. What do you mean? Northeast Ohio has a lot of dealerships owned by a very specific. Oh, yeah. Dude. <laughs> but, but no, no, no. But they're still their own individual. Like he only has the one Ford dealership in that area. So he, he has uh, kind of like how the utility companies are set up, right? You have jurisdictions okay. or okay local areas. Yeah. But then if you take and you map out where each of those are, you'll see that there is a set mileage between every single one of them. And there, there's just a circle around there that you're not allowed to have any other dealerships that are selling those, those same cars. New. Used car dealerships is, uh, I mean, that that's the Wild West. <laughs> yes I mean that's that, that's that's anybody's ballgame anybody can jump into used car dealing and, and make a fortune <clears throat> as long as you know what you're doing potentially I mean you're not guaranteed to make a fortune used car dealerships are dependent upon their inventory and inventory is very bleak right now <laughs> right I mean used and that's the other thing is that they have a very uh, a bad reputation as well used car dealerships for having jacked up interest rates, uh, ridiculous you know, prices, actually, lying actually, to customers, using... Uh, do you know most of those used car dealerships? And, and you know what? And it's not all used car dealerships because I don't want... It's the same thing, man. It's the same reputation there. You get one bad car dealer that screws everybody and all used car dealers kind of get that same reputation a little bit on how people feel. Right. I mean, there's but, good guys that own used car dealerships that are gonna you know they'll they'll but you know what some of those interest rates though that they want to charge people up to 27 percent on a car yeah holy moly i almost i almost messed up and bought one for that much whenever i was whenever i was young i mean dude i was like i think 16 or 17 years old and i had a buddy that was 21 that did that he bought a neon and the neon was only like 4500 bucks but but he literally bought it with a 22% interest rate. Yeah, man. And it's crazy because what they don't tell you is that's that's a compounding. He ended up paying <clears throat> like twelve or $14,000 for that car. It was insane. Right. Yeah, man. No, it's it's a it's an it's an insane thing. So usually it's annual, right? So you're not paying just a flat 22% of that 4000 or whatever that you're actually buying. What you're doing is at the end of every year, 22% of whatever you still have on the principal gets added on. And so then, rather than if you've only paid off 500 bucks, Yeah, and when, and when they're telling you, hey, your first five months are free on rent, like no payment due for three months or five months. Yeah. Yeah, what they're doing is they're they're making it to where they're immediately taking it, and you're like, okay, so you're only paying for six months then. So that interest rate gets added on at the end of that, and it jacks it up even more so that you've not paid anything. And, in fact, your principal is now higher than what your original purchase price was. Yep. And then you get trapped into a cycle where it's just always higher, and so you're constantly paying more and more and more. And it's... it's he, he actually ended up waiting until... Uh, income tax time and he got a nice little lump sum back and ended up paying it off that way because it was the only way he could get it paid off right so 
Yeah, I remember that. I that's man that just. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, at the same time, anybody can get into used car dealing. You know what I mean? So you know, but, you know what else? So maybe that's where it's all right that they do this. But at the same time, I don't like the fact that it. You it, know what else? I'm it's doing? a legalized monopoly, and yet they'll say monopolies are so bad everywhere else, and yet they'll make it to where certain certain. Uh, what am I? What, what's the word I'm looking for? Certain um, markets are allowed to have monopolies, utility companies, to an extent, yes, and, and they allow it, which utility, is ridiculous. Cable companies, cable companies are the biggest scam on the damn market. Yeah. Besides insurance, you know all that a cable company does. You know how they they get all their channels and such, right? They purchase them. Hmm? They work out deals. Yeah. With a lot of them. However, there's also ones that they get just by having satellites. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And we're paying for it at a and huge premium. We pay for them. At a huge premium. Yeah. That's your, your standard package, your basic package. Most of those channels aren't channels that they You know what I can say has, for. has been nice? Well, and Viscom was a big one, right? You know what I ha- you know what is nice that I've heard, though? During the uh, pandemic, the federal government has actually allotted a lot of money to help rural areas get internet. Like, there's actually quite a bit of COVID money still out there for uh, townships and stuff like that that are more out in the farm areas and stuff like that to be able to help make sure that people are connected and that they, you know, so that's something that's nice that the federal government at least did. I mean, it's still our tax dollars, but I mean... Linda... Our tax dollars don't need to be going to paying for these fucking people to have internet. Our tax dollars shouldn't. Our federal tax dollars shouldn't be going to that. Our no, federal that, tax dollars that should be state dollars. That should be state. I agree. The state should be taking care of that. Your local area should be taking care of that. Oh, one hundred and ten percent. Honestly, there shouldn't even be a federal tax. We're not at war right now, are we? Prior to 1908, Kyle, prior to the 16th Amendment, taxation for income was not a thing. The income tax law is the 16th Amendment, and it is theft. Prior to that, it was something that only would occur in dire straits. Would they actually go to the wealthy individuals and ask them to pay money, right? And it was a tax on the wealthy at first. And it's been flipped now, all right? Because originally it was the wealthy that were supposed to be paying for stuff like that because they had the extra money to spare. And so, so but then they came out with the 16th Amendment and they said, oh, well, you know what? No, 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 no. We're going to, it's going to be, a, it's going to be based on a percentage of your earnings. And, and the wealthier people, they're going to pay way more, right, than you will. But but what they didn't tell people and what they did to that's what they got everybody to agree to. But then what they didn't tell them was, oh, well, we're actually going to write in a lot of tax loopholes so that people who have all that money <laughs> and can afford lawyers who know the, these laws that we've worked arrangements with, they can help those rich people avoid paying all these taxes by claiming uh, either, oh, actually, I don't, I don't own all that. That's my company that owns all of that. And we've had a lot of losses this year. You, you, know, you want to see the losses? I, 
Well, there's all this, all, all the people. Do you know Disney? As of February of 2021, I looked at this article because of the thing that you had you had texted me today that we were going to talk about during the yeah, podcast. We're, we're, we're gonna yeah, we're going to get to that. But so I decided to do some research on it, like you asked me to do. Yep. And I had looked at some other things that was very interesting because of just California itself. And California's now, now wait, now wait. So do you know Disney? Because California was shut down for as long as it was. Do you know Disney? Uh, as of February 2021, I was I was just reading an article about this. That company lost something like five billion dollars. Yeah, because just, of COVID, and they had yeah. to shut down, so they don't have to pay taxes for the next like fifteen years or something crazy. That's ridiculous. Yeah, and now wait, now another question because this will lead into what we're talking about. Well, it's 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 a set dollar amount for the wealthy too. Do you know how much? So it's, it's I think it's like seven hundred or eight hundred million dollars. Now, if you lose that much money, if your company loses that much money, they don't have to pay taxes. Where do? That's why Donald Trump didn't have to pay taxes. Where does most of our wealthy live? Most of our wealthy. Was California? No, dude. At one point in time, it, a lot of a lot of wealthy people lived in California. Yeah, the wealthy live everywhere. Well, to an extent, yes. You but have there's a lot, a lot of wealthy in Texas. From you oil. do. You, you do. have a ton of wealthy in New York City. Mm-hmm. California, sure. You have all the Hollywood money because of all, now. Now that's right there. So I'm getting that. Do you have you realized how many like? I don't, do you listen to other podcasts? I listen to tons of podcasts. Do you listen to the Joe Rogan podcast? Occasionally, Joe Rogan can be a little, I, I, like, a little much sometimes. I just happen depends to li- on the guest. I just happened to listen to something that somebody had sent me a while back, just recently, and uh, it was about how many comedians alone are just moving out of California because of like in Groves, just because of how expensive and how much you know they tax and. Yeah, that started happening like probably twenty twenty. Yeah, a lot of them started moving over to Houston, right? Yeah, and actually, this is really Joe funny. Joe Rogan's opening up a comedy sh- uh, comedy store. That 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 this is the way it is because Disney and Universal Studios and stuff. You know, they've they're having so many problems with California and Florida that Universal Studios decided that they want to build a new resort during this pandemic that just ended. Excuse me. They want to build another like I think it's like another eighty acre resort. Yeah, you know why all these companies are doing this stuff, right? Because they have record-breaking profit numbers. Disney says that they didn't, that they lost so much money, and I'm sure that they're going to go back through and be like, well, our parks weren't open, so look at all this. But they also opened up uh, Disney+. How much money did they save from not having... Yeah, that's the thing. They they can claim that they lost all that money, but but they don't have to take into account... That's just lost revenue. That's not taking into account all of their... Uh, like Texas, what you but, just said. That's where they're going to build their new theme park. <clears throat> yeah, because Texas north has a lot Dallas. of tax rebates for a lot of people. Just north of Dallas is what it says. <coughs> yeah, Texas has a lot of rebates uh, as far as taxes go. But all these places, they made tons of like record-breaking profit numbers. Disney had Disney Plus that they launched. Mm-hmm. Now, Disney Plus is one of the largest streaming now, platforms. Now, there's been a lot of businesses... A lot of mom and pops that have closed. Yes. Small business is hurting. Small business is hurting drastically. <clears throat> but do you know why small business is hurting? 
They don't because they didn't get the bailouts from the government. They don't. I can say they didn't get those big, huge. They didn't get the multi-billion-dollar yeah. bailouts that our government handed out to every other. When Don and this is, uh, I know you're a big fan of Donald Trump. No, no, no. But when Donald Trump invited all of those business owners to the White House, where was the small business owners? They weren't there. That's the thing. That's the problem. He invited all of the wealthy billionaires to come over and discuss how they were going to tackle COVID and getting these vaccines to people. (coughs) No, the the big bit. And you know what? That's the thing, though. And you have said it a million times. And I and I, I hate to say when you're freaking right. Less, fe- less, less federal government, more local government. Better local governments. Less federal involvement. And that's where, that's where it needs to be at. Because, let's be honest. As you just said it. He invited who? The, the the big rich wealthy owners not the mom and pops who are suffering where hey they're no longer in business like i don't think people a lot of people still haven't realized how many small businesses have really closed and and things like that and it's it has taken a toll on the american people oh absolutely i mean cuz you you figure it wasn't just it wasn't just COVID, right, that caused the issue with the small businesses. No, this this was leading that way regardless. And COVID just speeded up the process by like 110%. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that it wasn't the actual virus that led to this, right? What led to this was the increasing of people's unemployment benefits. When you made unemployment more than what someone benefit, could make beneficial than working a job and you then got and you and you extended it and extended it and extended it and you made it to where people now have lived without having to work right all of their motivation to work is gone because you've just paid them more than what they were making previously to just sit on their ass and so now they've gotten accustomed to that and they want to just continue to do that. Or if you want them to go back to work, they got to make more money than what they were making on unemployment. Why would they want to go back to work if they're going to have to work and make less money than they made whenever they were sitting on their butts? Oh, man. And so now you have these entitled ass people who think that they, they deserve this or that. And they didn't deserve what they were given by the government. They were taking my hard earned money and they were giving it out to people for free. And then they're surprised when there's so much fraud about it. <laughs> uh, so, I, I got I got news for you. The government screwed over the mom and pops tenfold. You know what? There was they, something. There was something that was said. <clears throat> they took away their customers, and then they took away their workforce. Every time the government gives something away for free, somebody's getting screwed somewhere. The government doesn't give anything out for free. Correct. Government earns something back for everything that they do. How about we talk about <coughs> the financial <coughs> the financial package. Which financial package? The one that Congress had to reapprove. 
I did not see that. Do you know about the uh, the debt ceiling that we're about to hit? Uh-uh. And it's going to cause, unless Congress can approve a, either a postponing of the, the federal debt or an increasing of the federal debt limit, we're going to hit the financial debt ceiling soon, this year, in like oh, a couple months. Like the amount of maximum we can put out. The amount of maximum debt that America is allowed to be in that was set back in like the 1910s or 1920s so that the American government couldn't overspend. We're about to hit that limit. And we're about to be screwed because America's going to be done unless we want to start suddenly printing off money and then boom goes inflation. But in the midst of all this that we know that we're about to hit a debt ceiling, what do they want to do, Kyle? Do you know what they want to do? Uh-uh. They want to continue to give money to third world countries. They want to give it to all these other little countries all over the world. Oh, that'll never change. They want to give money to all the first world countries, too, to help them uh, study you know, gender equalities or have them uh, help out with... No, no, no. That'll never promoting change. Promoting Brazilian police force. Promoting uh, women in we the Brazilian wanna, police force. No, you don't understand. We want to <coughs> help... We want to help as a country, and this is what they have decided. We want to help every third world country. We want to help any struggling people. Because us as America, we came here. We have all these freedoms. So We didn't we, come here. We were born here. We must, well, our forefathers. And gave us the land of the one. free. And so now that we have all these freedoms... We feel like as a country, we should help push these other countries to get better, etc. So we're not going to help. Or Can we talk about how gay forefathers sound, by the way? I, I mean, it's I understand it's an old English saying, but boy, does it sound super gay. Forefathers? I got I got two dads. Well, you both your dads are gay. I got four dads. There's a gay orgy going on at your house every night. I really hate you right now. <laughs> uh, I can't. I can't help myself. I mean, I just, you know. But uh, I guess. I guess if that's how you look at it, every time someone says forefathers, my forefathers, you poor bastard. <laughs> <laughs> the noises you had to sleep through. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Oh man. Um, and I gotta keep it light. Gotta keep it light. But but you know what? Here's the problem, man. We want to help every other person and every other country and do this, but they don't want to help the issues that are here in America. No, what it is is it's a liberal agenda. The Democrats just want to print money and give it out to everybody. Is realistically what it is. It's it's absurd. They want socialism. They want no. They want more than socialism. They want to go past socialism. Socialism's not enough. You don't want to just give and make everybody equal in America. They want to make everybody equal in the whole world and just come out of the American people's pockets in order to make it happen. Never mind the fact that we're going through a financial crisis of our own and we can we can barely you afford to many, keep heat going. Do you know how many people die in America because of a law in the in the wintertime due to cold, just dying from the weather because they can't afford to keep the heat on? It's over 100,000 people. Really? A year. <sighs> hey. How many of those are actually homeless? I have no idea. Because I feel like... 
What do you think causes the homeless crisis? There's a lot of different things. The drug epidemic. Uh, that's that's part of it. The the issue with mental health in America that goes unaddressed, not, not helping, not our covered by any of the insurances yeah. that we have to have. Mm-hmm. We're forced to have insurance, but it's not supposed to cover mental health, even though that leads to so many more deaths than. Uh, Are you know what? Again, insurance is the biggest <clears throat> fraud in this country. Health insurance doesn't matter what kind of insurance. Because they don't want to That's funny coming from a licensed insurance salesman. You know what though? You're you're right. You it gotta, is fraud. You gotta pay you know what? Hey man, I'm gonna pay you two thousand dollars a year to cover my house to make sure nothing happens. Okay? Covered in what? I'm talking like coverage in case anything bad happens. I know. House. I'm just I'm just yeah. taking this as a, yeah, yeah. a legitimate but, 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 offer. You're but, gonna but I'm you're saying, gonna pay me two thousand dollars. What do you need me to cover your house in poop? No, I mean I if anything bad thing. happens to it, like I want to make sure that I, the only thing I'm gonna have to do is pay a premium and it's gonna be covered. Like my house is gonna be put back the way it was. Probably bird laxative. Oh my god, that's how I would cover your house in poop. But <laughs> Jesus, um, but no, I mean, but but here's the thing though: if nothing happens, do I see a return in any kind of like? No, but that's no. how they make their money. But but here's the thing though: you don't use your okay. You got to pay for car insurance. I mean, you don't you, have a claim for twenty five years. How much did you just pay out that? You've heard of company? private insurance groups, though, right? Yes, that I understand. That I do understand. And I actually agree with. Private insurance is how insurance should be. As you get a group of people who trust in one another, that nothing is going to happen to their house. But, Kyle, if something did happen to your house, buddy, I'd want to make sure you're all right. Yeah. And so we're, we're going to pull our resources together, and we're going to say, hey, us in this neighborhood, we're going to take care of each other. And if something were to happen... That's how communities... And stuff were back in the 1700s, 1800s. Exactly. And that is why we need to get back to local. The thing, things have grown too much. Here's the problem. Every, everybody's so focused on what's going on in places that they, they've never even been. Here's They're the, so concerned with the people that they've never met or seen. And they don't give a shit about the guy who's struggling in the house next to him. Somebody said something to me probably about six months ago. And it was a family member. And I looked at him and I said, what do you mean? This same shit happened when I was a kid. People are like, well, no, you can't let your kids go outside and play nowadays. Technically, you couldn't back then. The, what's changed is, and I said, and if you look at the history and you go back and you look at the police reports, there was still just as much rape and theft and this and that going on around the world. Mm. It just it wasn't. Put out there on the news medias like it is now. Nobody, everybody didn't have access to it back then. I mean, computers didn't become a thing until what, like the late nineties, like until most people even got into their homes. First computer was in eighteen twenty-two. No, no, I'm talking about where it was common to have one in your home. I'm surprised that you had no reaction to the fact that I just told you that the first computer was two hundred years ago. I'm not shocked. How are you not shocked about that? Dude, that blew my mind when I found out. 1822. We hadn't had the Civil War yet, Kyle. Do you understand? There were still slaves and they had computers. Do you understand how intelligent 
some people are of their generation. It was bad. And in generations, like there are some most intelligent people in the world that that lived during the wrong time that gave us so much advancement that it's insane. Oh yeah. Okay, hold up. We're at forty minutes. Dude. We're not. We're not going to hit the actual topic that I, I told you about. We need to. I'm sorry. We're going to do a, a quick shift in gears here, um, and we're we're going to have to talk about these topics because this is something that is actually very. Like this is very concerning the reparations. To me. Correct. Is uh, this what you want yeah, to talk reparations. about? Reparations. Okay. Okay. So, a little background. San Francisco uh, created a reparations committee. Um, and I, I don't know their actual name. It's some weird whatever. They it's San Francisco, um, but they proposed a. I don't know if it's a bill or what have you, but uh, a package. I guess maybe is what you'll call it. It's not approved. I, I read that. It's not article. approved yet. The mayor still has to look through it and approve it or not. But they don't even think they're going to be able to because of the amount of debt that they are receiving from taxes alone. <clears throat> Dude, they're eight hundred million in the negative for this year already. Yeah, and they want to tell people. That's what I was saying. It's so much money. They want to give five million dollars you know, now before i came over here to do to this tonight, every hold on let me let me talk about what the actual package wait, is. wait 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 i called a friend and asked him about that i just told him exactly what the article i just read that we're explaining right now mm-hmm. and i asked him and he, you know what he told me what? I, I agree with you i don't necessarily think it, that it's a bad thing was it Aaron? no okay but but uh it was my buddy andy he goes but he goes don't you think the five million dollars is a bit extreme that's that's my point. He literally he thought though that it's not a bad idea. He thought it wasn't a bad idea. Okay, hear me out on this. I'm about to go on a rant. Okay. And now wait, now wait, now wait. And he you and you know what? Me. I'm he up. told me why he doesn't think it's a bad idea because it's being specific. It's saying during this time, and it said because it was the war on drugs. They're not doing it because of slavery or anything like that. But the requirements. I thought were ridiculous. You did see the requirements for it, right? Yeah. That, that you must be on paper. Like, you must have paper proof that you have said that you are a black person for a minimum of 10 years. Stop. You're, you're getting too far ahead. Let's explain what it is that they're trying to push. Go ahead. Go they're ahead. trying to give $5 million... Proposing per person that five million dollars to every in this it states African American or black yes it does individual who's lived in the San Francisco area must have lived there for thirteen years years. during nineteen seventy five or sixty five through nineteen ninety six to ninety six yeah and then must be documented that they have said not lived during that time they have born. If they've been born in San Francisco during that time, I thought it said lived during that time. No, born in oh, San Francisco and lived there for two, thirteen years. Two of the qualifications is what you have to meet outside of having lived in San Francisco for the past ten years. Thirteen years. Thirteen years. Yes. Thirteen years. You have to have lived in San Francisco for the past thirteen years, and you have to, and then you have to meet a couple other qualifications. It's two out of eight, 
Um, That's insane. Well, the ones I read, it says you must have lived there for 13 years. Yes. You, okay. I didn't realize it said born in. I thought it said lived in during no, no. that time. So, yeah, it's, it's okay. Just born. And then have to be documented that you show that you are an African American on paper. The for born 10 years. thing is one of the alternatives that you only have to meet two of. Eight. Oh, see, I didn't. I didn't get that from the way I read it. I thought it was all three had to be required. No, no, no. for you, that you have to meet. You absolutely have to have lived there for thirteen years. I knew that one was like, and then you have to have had documentation for the past ten years that state that you are a black individual. Okay, and then you also have to qualify for two out of eight other things, which um, include having been born in San Francisco like between the seventies and the mid nineties, and then. Additionally, if anybody that you are related to or you yourself have been imprisoned due to the war on drugs. However, <clears throat> I guess five the, million dollars and and they want to make it to where they're paying people the average minimum income in San Francisco for the next two hundred and fifty years. Minimum? Yeah. So a person has to, wherever you work at, you're going to make this. No, you don't have to work. They're just going to give them the money to boost them up to the average medium income of $97,000 a year. Every one of them. Every one of their families. Per person? <clears throat> yes. Dude, people back in the 70s, 80s, and 90s were dumping kids out. Go get what I'm saying is, where's that money? Where and, and okay, but here's okay. It's uh, uh, it's coming from our debt. We're, it's going to add to our debt. This is this is San Francisco, though. All right, so that's a San Francisco problem. <sighs> Whatever. San Francisco's crazy. We've all we've all known that San Francisco's crazy. It's California. California's going to fall off the uh, United Map States anyways. before it's 250 years is up. Anyway, <laughs> so it's oceanfront property in Arizona, baby. <laughs> but they're like, oh, well, the point is, is that. You know, we're trying to boost them up so they can afford housing and they can actually start to gain some wealth. And it's like you're literally going that because that has to come from taxes. So you're going to take money from the people who are making that average and you're just going to give it away to people who are who have done nothing to earn it. <clears throat> you know, personally, I feel like if they're going to do that, I don't feel like. And then they wonder why people or homeless people are are going in droves to California. You ever seen that uh, people in California? You ever seen any of the interviews with the homeless people? Yes. And how they they tell they tell people, I'm paid to be homeless. The California government pays the homeless people. They have cell phones. Yeah. They get paid like they get a check every month. For being homeless. To live on the side of the street or the road or yes. wherever. Yes, they actually get paid to do that. And those people are still going out and working under the table and making money. Yeah. Yeah. Because Californians are like, oh, well, if we give them the money, then they won't be homeless. So we won't get their home. No, you're just giving them free money. They've been homeless anyways. They know what it's like. No, no offense. I'm going to tell you right now. If, if, if I'm ever going to nice be. nice enough out there. Like. If I didn't have if I didn't have a family if I didn't have a family, and I was on my own and I ended up homeless, I would not be in Ohio. I'd be making myself to California, Texas, or Florida, somewhere where it's warmer. Dude, Texas has some 
awful homeless issues too. Yes. Not nearly as bad as California, but dude, the homeless issue. Have you seen Washington? I don't understand that whole thing. DC. Itself? Maybe it's no, not maybe it's not DC. It's, you know what? It's, uh, Here you go. Is it Seattle or is it? Uh, no, 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 no. I got one for you. Uh, this was about six, maybe seven years ago. I drove through uh, Pittsburgh. Portland. That's what I, I drove through. Portland, Oregon. I drove through the center of Pittsburgh with a buddy. And what is my, it? What, my, what is this? Listen for the homeless. This is okay. The thing. Okay. We drove through, and it just happened to be where the where they were giving out food that morning in the middle of of Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. We were just driving through on the highway, and we seen it. And my buddy looks at me, and he goes, "Dude." Why do all those people look like they're homeless? I mean, there must have been like 500 people standing in line. Mm-hmm. And he goes, dude, they all look like they're homeless. And I looked at him and I said, dude, that's an inner city issue for you. Like, that that's like a normal thing. And that's not a huge city. Pittsburgh's not that big compared to like New York but or But I'll tell LA you right now, or... hear me out. Not all of them people are homeless. No, I'm sure of it. You get a lot of people that just dude. If you try to skirt the system seen, to begin with, okay? Because I've you know been yes. down on my luck. I've I've seen I've mm-hmm. seen the the lower end of society here that people like to avoid. I've been a part of it. All right, I will tell you there are people who aren't homeless who actually have decent amounts of money, but they don't pay for their food. They go, they get to these places, they're handing out food, and they'll they'll get all the free food. They'll take, I knew a lady one time whenever uh, I was in, going to food lines and such, <clears throat> but this, this woman was in college, and she had uh, like two kids or something like that, and her, but her, like she had a boyfriend, a longtime boyfriend who worked, made good money. They just wouldn't get married because then she wouldn't be able to qualify for all these extra benefits that she was getting. Getting all the food stamps, going into all these different places that are giving away food. She was set up with like four different churches that were paying all their utility bills. 100%. 100%. Yes. You know how many people told me don't get married if you plan on having kids? Yeah, the government will pay for your kids. Yeah. Like, don't dare get married and have a kid. You have a kid before you get married, so it's paid for. No. Yep. No, I've heard of that one, man. Like, that's insane. Like, dude, I just can't. You know what? And you know what? That's the problem. You said it. When the government hands out enough stuff to make it more profitable for you to do nothing and sit on your ass and collect money, then go work. That's the problem. Right. But here's here's the thing that people need to understand about that, is that the Democrats, they have an agenda. Right? And they're not your friend. You it's, think they're giving you money because they, they, they love you and they want you to succeed? No. They want you to, to be controlled. They want you to put them into power so that they can make more money, they can make decisions that are ultimately going to hurt our country. And you can't say anything about it because you're dependent upon them to pay all your bills. Correct. If you have a society that is dependent upon the government, then you can't rise up against that government because you need them to survive. That is what the the Democrats are all about. 
They are about making... They haven't been able to take our guns away, so they got to go another route. They'll just... Idiot. They'll just make everybody idiots. Mm-hmm. They'll stupefy the American people. They'll they'll make them complacent by giving them free money. That you know they're what? They're just printing out until our society burns to the ground because we our our dollar is worth nothing anymore. Until we're we're Germany after World War One. Prime example. Here you go. Uh, and this was just at our, our, our at our local trustees meeting that I just attended on Thursday. Uh, we had a resident come up, and I was sitting in, you know, out in the audience, and a resident came up, and he was talking about because we have another school levy coming up for May, and you know, he he straight up asked if the school if our school district is so poor. How can they spend the hundred and ten thousand dollars to even have a special election? And and there are over twenty five residents who have called and asked the school where all the money went from all the buildings that they tore down and all the properties they sold. They won't give them answers. This is why you know, like, and 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 the kids aren't being taught what they need to be taught. There's no, an I'm entire generation done with school system here. I'm done with the school district. Dude, this, this whole critical race theory, the whole uh, teaching sex education to third graders and fourth graders. Dude, I'm done with it. It's across the board. What are you talking about? This is the new standard. No, 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 no. That's the new public standard. Correct. You can send your kid to a private school or you can homeschool your kids. Correct. No, uh, but here's the thing. Homeschool kids are still taught on the same guidelines as public school because they still have to go take the public school test. Okay, so you said I'm private. So, private school still has to pass the same test. What? For meeting the requirements for the state. Yeah, there has nothing to do with uh, critical race on it, though. But if they start making a requirement, it is. And that's the thing. That's where it's going to come down to, dude. Like, the the shit that they okay, teach so in school is now. They, what they need to know in order to pass the test. And then that's it, yeah. Explain to them that it's all ridiculous it's all bullshit you can say it you wanted to say it you stopped yourself and the other thing about reparations all right because here here's going back to this the the democrats uh there's 52 democrats currently trying to push for a committee for reparations to be put into the federal government my only question for you is this okay does it have to do with reparations yes okay if they're gonna try to do this on slavery which is what they're pushing for reparations, okay? Right. My only question is, is that slavery was abolished in 18... The late 1800s. Nope. 1852 or something like that? Mid-1800s. Okay. There's nobody alive that was from... Right. Um, so how do you even go about paying? I, I would push it a step further, and I would say if you're going to give reparations for anybody whose family members have ever been slaves, you're going to have to pay reparations out to 90% of the world. Because you have the Jews that were enslaved. You have America was the Egyptians second. that were enslaved. The United, the United Kingdoms was the first ones to abolish slavery throughout their area. Then America followed suit. When America abolished slavery, there were still slavery. The Ottoman Empire had 
Yes, slavery was Sla- still going slavery on. Was still other, going on throughout the world. Africa still has slavery going on there. Yes, it does. And that's why whenever people are like, "Wow, well, you guys, you know, took my relatives from Africa and brought them to America, and made them slaves," and it's like, "No, no, no, your your ancestors were already slaves." It, yeah, they were waiting those, on the beach. Most with the of, slaves. Most of those we didn't go into Africa and take slaves. No, most of those were brought over by the Portuguese and stuff. Actually, originally, believe it or not, Portuguese. The Portuguese imported slave a lot traders. of slaves. Yeah, but slaves. what I'm saying is, slave traders were were the ones doing all that. But but here's but the thing: those slave traders weren't going to Africa and taking them. They were buying them off their own African people. Yes, because well, of the different tribes, and because it had a tribal mentality. Yes. Listen to me. Native Americans also had slaves. Yes, yes, they did. All right, and, and, and so everybody's like, "Oh, America, white man came over and took all of our land. You you guys were taking each other's land." And enslaving each other. Yeah. Raping the women, killing the children and the men. Yeah, they scout most of the men from other tribes. In order to in order to enslave the kids and rape the recoup women. Recoup losses from a tribal war. What they would typically do is they would take on a woman who was captured from the tribe, make them their you know other wife, yeah, yeah. other wife, and they would have kids with them, and that was supposed to indoctrinate the woman into the tribe. If she did not, after having a kid, indoctrinate in, they would kill her, which I'm sure happened. And then people were like, Quite "Oh, well, they were calling them savages. That's disgusting. That's racist. That's some savage ass behavior." Now, granted, yeah, what, what? But you also have Europeans to look at the came time. over and did was also disgusting. You have to look at the time though too. <laughs> It, it was a lot different than what it is now. Like, we didn't... We didn't have any advancement in technologies. It was a tribe mentality back then. No, it was not a tribal mentality. For the Indians. For, yeah, for the Indians. That's what I'm saying. For the Native Americans. Yes. Yes. And for the Africans. Yes. But not for us. Throughout the world... Uh, we had developed, and by we, I mean white European. The European nations had developed a little bit quicker. Uh, Asian nations were also developing a lot quicker. Asian nations developed very quick, yes. But do you know why they did? Uh, I'll save you the hassle because we're a couple minutes before. I'm going to say probably because the amount of people they had. Nope. Why? They developed quickly. Um because of I mean they didn't develop quite like the West did but they developed uh, quickly in their own way because they developed isolationism Uh, both China and uh, Japan were both uh, isolationists Uh, and then China slowly started to come out of it um, but not before Japan was attacked you know about the whole history of Asia and the West coming in and basically taking over in the late 1700s and into the 1800s. Do you know anything about the the Opium Wars or anything? Yes. Okay, cool. Well, at least you you know a little bit of your history with China and about how the West kind of drove them to be in the communist nation that they are today. Well, I mean, most most of our stuff back then was built by immigrants from China or the Irish pick your choice 
No. And, and China had it a lot worse than us. <clears throat> You're aware of why the Opium War started, though, right? Like, you say you know of the Opium Wars. Yeah. Like, I've, I've read parts and things. Like, we I've were, never sat down and read the entire we thing. We were though. importing. Oh, I, yeah, we were importing. More from China than what we were exporting. So what we were doing is we were hemorrhaging monies as, as nations. Uh, and so in order to recoup some of that money, what ended up happening is the West ended up sending in opium, drugs, through privateers to sell into uh, China. Well, China put a hold on it. They found out who was importing the opium. They arrested them. And then... I'm pretty sure it was Britain, uh, told them they had to release the traffickers. And they were like, no, they bring the drugs. They're drug dealers. We're not going to do that. And they were like, okay, okay. Then we're going to kill a bunch of your people. And then that's where the opium war started until eventually China relented. And they were like, all right, fine. We'll release them. And they're like, yeah. And we're going to continue to bring drugs into your fucking place. And then that's when the Chinese people lost all, um, all hope inside of their, the oh God, I forget what dynasty it was that it ultimately ended up crumbling uh, as a result of this because they were just owned by the West and they didn't have a backbone and then the Chinese people came together. Um, but anywho, you know what though? It, it, my, my thing is story it, for another time. It's not gonna. I love change. Chinese history, by the way. Chinese so history. Is, uh, is it so dates old. back the furthest, actually, one of the furthest, yeah. because it's doc. It's actually documented. Oldest pottery. So, but no, I mean, there's just a lot of things that our government's really going to have to figure out if, if they really want to pursue to be able to pay these people. I don't think we need to. There's no reason to pay them. There isn't. My, I'm sorry. Listen, I, I know that the, your ancestors suffered. You have not. I agree I 100%. You I, can't. I, it's it's horseshit. Now, now you live in one of the best times. Of, if you think that your life is so fucking hard here in America, based upon your skin color or because of what your your relatives in the past have had to go go through, why don't you go over and take a look at how, how people in other countries are fucking living? Yeah, how do you think a black guy in China does? Probably not that well. Yeah, no, no, dude. America's pretty fucking great in comparison. But then again, everyone comes, say America's so racist. America's so racist. How many, how many, how many white Chinese people do you think there are? You know what? Call us racist when we pull all of our fucking funding. If we would pull all of our funding and stop helping these other countries, we have they would laws. crumble. We have laws that state that if you are going to hire people, you have to hire so many black people, or you have to hire so many women. For every so many white men that you're hiring. There has to be a... Uh, There's nothing that states that you can't have a, an all-black uh, company. There's laws now that require you to have an amount of Section 8 areas in every state. I, I, I agree with that. I, I agree 100% with that. That has nothing to do with race. No, 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 you know no, no. Poor white people? No, 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 no. I'm not saying There's that a ton it's of a poor bad white thing. People. I'm saying that that's... I grew up in Section 8. It's not a bad thing. It, it can help some That's people everybody. out. That's everybody. The poverty doesn't care what color you are. All right? No, it doesn't. You can, Everybody is capable of pulling themselves up out of poverty. I don't care who you are. I've seen it happen. With it's just whether or not you're bunches motivated. Bunches of buddies that I have. And it, it, it's, not, it's not about motivation either. 
it's it's a dash of luck. It's a it's dude. There's so much more that goes into it. The odds are stacked against anybody. <laughs> they are. <coughs> and you know the what? wealthy is a club, and they don't want you joining. You know what? Doesn't though? matter who you are. They don't want to have to split the pot with anybody. That's a hundred percent true. The wealthy. Have you noticed the rich stay rich? The rich make their money on the backs of the poor. Hundred percent. Yeah, and that's why whenever people, yeah, I got, I, uh, I don't want to get into this whole. I hate rich people. So I think I think we need to call it for an episode. And uh, <clears throat> I just I don't think that there's any need for us to be paying reparations to anybody. No one's alive. Chinese people were used for immigrant labor. Irish, Irish were people used were for... used, and they're like, oh yeah, well they weren't really slaves. Indentured servitude was servitude. It was legal slavery. And you know what the you know what the sad thing is though, it it, it still happens today. These coyotes bring these people across the borders. And you know what? Hey, we got you across the border. You couldn't pay us the $10,000 to get you across the border. So now you're going to work for us in these sweatshops. And that's still here in the U.S. Sweatshop? You think that's what they're working in? Well, there's a lot of other things. That's that's the human trafficking coming out, man. Well, that's part of it, yes. But I mean... That right there is... But but that's that's not... People who are... They're brought over here. And guess what? You, you You got in with a coyote. He brought you over to America. Right? Well, guess what? You don't know anybody over here. And there's nobody to protect you over here. Correct. So you just spent your entire family's life savings in order to get you over to America for a better opportunity. And what did you find? Well, you're stuck in, uh, you're stuck in sex trafficking now because there's nothing you can do about it. That's a whole different other podcast, buddy, to talk about the new cartel that's taken over. Yeah. Do you know about that, the regime? I've just started reading about it, which is why I brought it up. You start reading about how the old regime that cared about money and it was just like, hey, you don't, you don't, you don't touch, you don't touch the business. All right. You're not going to go over there and bring attention to us or you don't mess with anything that's going to mess with the money. We care about money. It, the problem is, is that the <clears throat> drug trade isn't making as lucrative as it used to. It's not about money for them anymore. It's about power. The new person that's in control down there, the new cartel was, uh, I believe, an ex-cop. In Mexico, or next, like uh, some some federale or something like that. But he, like, he's now in charge of the new cartel, and his whole thing is: if you go into a new town, you don't want to remain low. You want to you want to make sure that everybody knows who you are, and they fear you, and that they won't do anything. Do you see about whenever he doesn't want over? an uprising from the people? He wants to control the mass. Yeah, control them by fear. Start killing people off. They won't mess with you if they're afraid they're going to die. Communist. It's a communist way of living. No, that's not true communism. That's we don't need to get into true communism. True communism at its finest is a, an excellent way to govern, but it's never going to happen because of greed. Correct. Um, but no, the, this guy, he, he's. I don't know, man. I don't want to say too much on him, but it, 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 like I said, it's, we'll cover it next podcast. We, no, we got so much other stuff we could talk about. It, it's ridiculous. But the guy is, they're trying to break into America right now. Oh yeah. If he comes into America, you're, you're talking about 
warfare on a level. Then that's why you're seeing so many refugees coming over. And that's I'm I'm not calling them illegal immigrants anymore. These refugees. guys are they're refugees. Yes, they're escaping this guy who is killing in record number, dude. He he's. You know what though? I don't know if you've heard or not. I absolutely am a fan now of what our government is doing for the refugees or illegal immigrants that are here. Both. They're giving them a tax ID and a cell phone and giving them a court date set out five years so that they can show that they're trying to make a difference and help and work. And I think it's a great idea. I'm actually, I'm, I'm a fan of that. However, I, don't know, I feel man. like there's there's a lot the of border needs to be there needs to be a better system in place because we can't just have I people help coming these across people for sure we without, need to help them but and we need the people we need the workforce right that we do but what we don't need is we don't need the cartel sending people over and then them getting placed and bust all over America to different places so that they can set up small cartels and which is what I feel like is happening right now. It absolutely is what what's happening, and that's why the the, the war the on, governor of Texas has been shipping these busloads of people over to different uh, states because these other governors are getting on. They're like, yeah, shut them off. Well, you open your mouth. Well, here's a busload of uh, refugees on Christmas. Uh, Here you go. Deal with, uh, oh, deal and with the, this mess. Last year, I think we had, what, like 50,000 dropped off here in Ohio? <laughs> coming over. Like millions, Kyle. Millions of people are coming. Not to Ohio, because Ohio's cold and terrible. But <laughs> they're going to all over the country. You know what, though? I'll take cold and terrible if no one else wants to come here. <laughs> you know where the largest, uh, outside of Texas, obviously, you know where I saw the largest amount of Mexicans? I'm probably going to say Arizona. No. I've never been to Arizona. I've been all up and down the East Coast, and I've been to a lot of the, like, Eastern I'm not going to say Africa. Florida because Florida probably has a lot of... Uh, Cubanos. Yes. Yeah, they got great food. I love Cuban food. Or Puerto Ricans. The Cuban food is... Oh, <sighs> I could eat my weight in Cuban food. Some people know how to cook. <laughs> no, um, Maryland, bro. Maryland had the most. And I thought it was surprising because I was just like... I, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have pictured it. Yeah, I wouldn't have pictured that. Because Maryland said it's an, an oddball state to see them in. But literally, I went there for work one time, and uh, while we were driving around, this is whenever I was working with a couple uh, couple of illegals. So they could, I, I've told you about uh, told you about Mister Ruben before. <laughs> he was a good guy, uh, but he had a blast when we went to Maryland because he was he loved to fuck with them. So, like, we'd be driving out, and it's like, I mean, literally, dude, you're seeing just gangbanger after gangbanger, like, and that's, they're, they're dressed in gangbanger stuff, they're hanging out in groups on the sidewalks and such, walking down, like, and, and Ruben's unaf- unafraid, man, because he, he's just like, whatever, these guys, he came from, like, he, he escaped Mexico because of the cartel, like, they were after him. So, like, he's not afraid of that shit. So, like, he, he's yelling out the window. He's got the window down. He's like, hey, hey, puto, chupo mi pito. He's like, just sitting there. He's like, hey, bitch, 
Suck my dick. <laughs> oh my god. Dude, we got these we got a group of these gangbanger Mexicans just racing after our truck. And Ruben's just laughing. I'm like, Ruben, dude, they're gonna drag you out of this truck. <laughs> and they're gonna kill you on the sidewalk. And he's just like, nah, nah, he's good, it's good. And I'm like, nah, it's not good. Like, I'm not helping you, man. Try this on yourself. And it was funny because he said something to the one guy. And uh, he he just like you know, and I, I didn't understand because he you know speaking quick he, he knows what he's saying, but he, you can tell he like pissed the guy off because he's just like what? <laughs> <laughs> Ruben turns white because we hit a red light. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and not only do we hit this red light, but we're like our That's hotels cool. our hel- hotels right across the street. Like we're going, we're tur- the lights turn green and we're going here. Like, no, you need to go past it, that. It, you it, just need to keep no, driving. No, because our we've been telling them the whole time. Like, dude, <laughs> you're 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 egging these people on. You got to come into you. And he's just like, no, 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 no. it's all right, it's all right. And it's like, <laughs> and we, and we park in this hotel parking lot, and this guy, dude, he's been chasing like he came, like, he caught up. Goes up, Ruben, he's, I'm like, Ruben, he's going to beat the shit out of you. <laughs> he's just like, no, no, no. He, he's just like, you watch, you watch. And I was, I was like, okay. He walks over. And he starts talking to him, and they're, you know, talking back and forth. I don't understand Spanish, man. I don't I don't know what they're saying. Like, they're talking quickly and such. But the guy, you could tell, like, he was pissed off at first, but Ruben, like, started saying something. He was just like, oh, no, 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 no. And they, like, dabbed it up real quick, and I was just like, Ruben came back and I was just like, dude, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> and, and he goes, he's cool. He's cool. He's like, he's, uh, he's from town. Uh, pretty close. Pretty close to mine. And I was like, oh, no, okay. That's cool. And he's like, yeah, he's a good guy. Good guy. He's doing, you know, you know, different, different life. Different life. <laughs> and I was like, okay. That's what's up. That guy, I got a million and one Ruben stories. But this guy was, one of the most interesting people I've ever met in my life. I went to a, we went to a, a restaurant one time when we were out of town, right? And we're in PA, and uh, we're at a restaurant, just me and Ruben. We're sitting there, you know, getting dinner and uh, having some having some tequila and such. And Ruben uh, Ruben looks at the the bar uh, the the waiter that comes up, and Ruben goes, uh, "Tony, Grebel, you like uh, like." Tequila, huh? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, Patron. They bring a bellow. <laughs> the waiter goes, it's it's like seven bucks a shot. And he's just like, I don't ask for a shot. <laughs> I ask for a bottle. <laughs> and he's like, uh, okay. And they go back and they bring over, he brings over two shots for us. Ruben loses his shit. He's like, I said, Bottle. He's like, a bottle's going to be like 150 bucks. And Ruben's just like, I don't care. <laughs> Price. Dude, he whips out from his back pocket, dude, this fucking wad of $100 bills. And he just slams it on the table. It spreads it out. And it's, dude, he's got like, got to be five grand. <laughs> And the waiter's just like wide-eyed. He's just like, Ruben looks at him and goes, You bring bottle? Oh, no tip. 
bring the bottle? He brought the bottle. <laughs> so the me and Ruben are sitting there drinking, and we, I mean, you got to understand, man. Back back in Mexico, though, I was told when you when you want to drink with people. You ordered the entire bottle. Like that's a custom in Mexico. I, I have. I've, this is the first I'm hearing about it. I don't know. Ruben just he was he was. No, I, I've heard this. Very. He was adamant. I've I've heard this it from. Has to be a uh, I've I've heard this from somebody that lost themselves in Mexico for six months. Hmm. So. So. Anyhow, we we're drinking, and Ruben's getting just wasted. <laughs> All right, he's getting white girl wasted. This boy is, he's 14 sheets to the wind, right? But. How are you doing? Are you still see, drinking? Oh, dude, I'm doing all right. You know, I'm, I'm I, at this point, I was, this is my heyday. I, I could, I could drink. Right? Okay. But Ruben sees this Mexican woman walks in with her two kids. And Ruben's looking at her up and down, up and down, just checking her out. <laughs> he's going to take, he's going to try to take that home. And he goes, girl, you watch <laughs> and I'm like what he, he goes over dude <clears throat> he just sits down at the table with her starts talking back and forth and uh, I'm listening to what he's saying and I could pick up a little bit of what he's saying and, and then he comes back and I'm like what was that about caca <laughs> <laughs> and he goes what's well, her husband, he's out of town work. I tell her, I come over, I put on a caca. <laughs> I'm like, you just say you want to wanna fuck her in the ass? <laughs> he, he's like, yeah. I'm like, that's crazy. I mean, she got her kids with her. And he goes, yeah. So? You don't, you don't understand. This is Mexican. You, oh, no. Different. different. Mexican my ass. I, I've heard a lot of men feel that doesn't matter whether they have a ring or not. It's fair game. Yeah. Her husband? He out of town? I've he, heard that from a million doing, and one people. He's doing it too. So I do it too. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, oh shit. All right, Mexican. That's that's how you guys roll. And he's just like, yeah. I'm like, so what, what's up with it? He's like, I meet her later. We meet up. And I was like, oh shit. Okay, Ruben. Well, Ruben got a little too drunk on the Patron, and he ended up, like, this This bar was at the top of a really big hill. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me he found uh, out the fucking street. And at the bottom of the hill, there's, like, this highway, and then across the highway was our hotel. We walked over. Oh, uh, okay. So he fought, he fought so down he the hill. So he fell down the hill, <laughs> um, and he vomited profusely, and then I... I like helped him over to his room at the hotel and our boss was the one that roomed with Ruben. <laughs> our, our boss was like best friends with Ruben because I actually seen them recently. Like they're still like best friends. Like that's Ruben's cool shit. All right. So I, I help him into the room and whatnot. Cut to next morning. It's like everybody's hungover shit. All right, it's uh, eight o'clock in the morning. We're supposed to leave at six thirty. Everybody slept through alarms, but whatever. Eight o'clock. We're we're in the truck. We're waiting on my boss to show up. All right, because he's the only one we're missing. Well, he's he's our driver. Wait, Ruben's in the vehicle? No, Ruben's in the vehicle. He's ready to go. <laughs> Dude, this man never got a hangover. 
Ruben was always straight dude, to work. Tequila doesn't give hangovers if you if you drink tequila like that. We're man. waiting forever. Suddenly, we get a phone call from my boss. My boss goes, "Where the fuck is Ruben at?" <laughs> I'm like, wait. I'm like, why? He's just like, this fucker took all the toilet paper out of every fucking hotel room. And I know he's telling the truth because Ruben knocked on all of our... He used to do it all the time. He would knock on our hotel rooms the day whenever we were going to check out. And he would take all the soap, lotions, toilet paper, coffee, towels, washcloths, everything. Dude, he had a suitcase that would be empty when we'd go out of town. And he'd just fill it with all this stuff whenever we'd leave. My boss had beer shits. So he's in there like blowing it up. And he just apparently thought that Ruben hadn't gotten to the toilet paper yet. So I tell Ruben, I'm like, bro, you gotta go give BJ some toilet paper. He's just like, this is my toilet paper. (laughs) Dude, my boss had to call the front desk and have him bring in more toilet paper because Ruben refused to come up off of a roll. That's horrible, man. He wouldn't even give a water roll for his no, dude. <laughs> but here's the thing. I found out what it was doing. Ruben would take all this stuff back because he, he lived in a barn with like 10 other uh, Mexicans that were up working. And dude, I worked for a pretty cheesy company. Like, okay. They had a barn set up for all the Mexicans. They just all lived in a barn together. They gave him cable on TV and stuff, but like, anyhow, Ruben would come back into town with all this stuff and he'd sell it to the Mexicans that he lived with. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. He's trying to make an extra buck. He's better than himself. Dude's rolling around four grand in cash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> making chump change off the, the toilet paper. That's his side hustle, son. Oh, yeah. But that, dude, that's why I love Ruben, though, because he was... He like, but that's the thing though. He wouldn't even. He didn't even offer sell BJ a role. You know what I mean? Like he was just like, no, this <laughs> <laughs> <He> is mine. <laughs> that's hilarious. That is Dude, great. Like I said, one of the most interesting people I've ever met in my life. And you said, and he's still around here. Yeah. He can't go back to Mexico. Well, that's fine. You know, Carto- I, the, I, feel like I, his, meet, I feel like I want to meet this man someday. They, they took his farm. Um, the cartel moved into it whenever he was out of uh, town on work. And then basically he came back into town and... Was screwed. They said that if he didn't leave town, they were going to kill him and his family. So he moved to America with nothing. He drove up to the border, went across, and here never himself. looked back. He, uh, he saved up enough money to where his... His family now lives up here in Ohio. He's bought and, you know, he's afforded to be able to buy all of them uh, trailers. They all live in trailers. And he's also got, like, $70,000 in cash buried. All I can think of is when you say burying cash is the, um, the Colombian when, um, Brought up all the cocaine, and he buried all of his money in Colombia. I don't know. I, I, know. I just know that this is what Ruben does because he can't get a bank. So what he does is he the biggest drug lord in Colombia, <clears throat> like the narco during the 
the CIA and everything, like originally when they were bringing yeah. Coke. Yeah, this is. I forget. Damn, I can't remember his name. Uh-huh. But uh, Ruben, Ruben had. He showed me. Like, he showed me one of the burial places. Like, he. He had, it's not like it was all in one spot. He had multiple spots picked out for it. Like, he's some kind of fucking weird Mexican pirate. He's just burying stacks of cash right now. Pablo Escobar. <coughs> Thank you. He buried money. <coughs> yep. All right, guys. Well, on that note, we're going to call it. Yep. You guys have a wonderful uh, new year. And, yes. uh,. We'll be back next week with another episode. Yep, and this time we actually will be. Peace.